a sacred odyssey, cannabis ceremony, on the Enlightened Society podcast. This is the second episode in a new series called A Sacred Odyssey. A Sacred Odyssey is a new genre that incorporates components of other genres into a new format. Genres like guided mindfulness, discourse, sound therapy, yoga, personal growth, etc. It's a deeply relaxing journey in which the value is found in your direct participation and not as an observer. The intention is to teach you to reconnect to the profound by sharing a rational and modern approach to experiencing the sacred world. Through this technique, one can develop a substantive meaning in daily life that is impactful. Because instead of trying to remember dogma, you create and evoke meaning that is authentic and personal by changing your consciousness to noticing the miracles that are all around us at every moment. Doing this as part of a scheduled program will change your life. When this becomes second nature, it eventually leads to consciousness that is deep and can be manually controlled, transforming life and reality. At the very least, you should have a deeply relaxing experience, increasing your overall happiness, creativity, appreciation, calmness, self-esteem, vitality, presence, and enjoyment of life. In the next part, we discuss why cannabis, and that is followed by set, setting, and preparation. If this is your first time here, please pay careful attention. If you have used this several times and are thoroughly familiar with the concepts, feel free to skip ahead. This sacred cannabis odyssey is an ancient way to use cannabis, beyond recreationally, for those of us who can now legally purchase high-quality cannabis at a store and can use it safely at home. Now that it's no longer forbidden, we can take advantage of its full potential. What follows is a technique based on the guidance and elder advice that we should have received from the outset in regards to cannabis use. Cannabis is uniquely suited to explore consciousness and the sacred for several reasons. It can put us in the perfect state to directly study ourselves and the broader reality that we are a part of in a deeply profound and life-changing way. Cannabis gives us the opportunity to directly notice and experience multiple frequencies of consciousness in a short period of time. This is where we realize our many layers of consciousness where before we made little distinction, and we can learn to manually maneuver our consciousness to better understand reality and experience meaning. A proper cannabis experience isn't totally overwhelming to our body and mind. If it is, you've done too much and aren't following a careful process like this. In addition, the effectiveness of cannabis is equal to the enjoyment of it. People love it for a reason because it works very well on many different levels, whereas things like meditation are unfortunately not often seen in the same light. Meditation is wonderful, especially informally, on work breaks, in a line, 
on a bus, etc. Meditation can not only be extremely pleasurable, but absolutely essential for many reasons. Meditation is a state of consciousness that's hard to acquire because our everyday minds generally operate on much faster frequencies. Cannabis is the perfect tool to act as an intermediary between the two frequencies of consciousness. Both cannabis and meditation are among the best tools to explore and expand our consciousness. But these are just a few of the many, many tools available, and thoughtful combinations of them work wonderfully. Of course, purists will always argue for their tool only, but here we are interested in results above all else. The end result of increasing and deepening our consciousness is that we become enlightened. Enlightenment is not a state of eternal bliss. Such a state is physically impossible and is rooted in dogma. Enlightenment is like building a map of consciousness where you can always find yourself on the map. The key to the map is that enlightenment is always and only experienced now and in the present. It's like the concept climbing to the top of a mountain, gaining a new and wider view. This level of consciousness is not unattainable. In fact, nothing could be more obvious. In a sense, we just need to better learn to use the advanced settings on our mental camera. The deepest levels of consciousness allow us to fully grasp existence, what modern science calls unity consciousness. Here, one experiences awe and wonder, complete interconnectedness and love, deep humility and reverence for the sacred. In reality, we are fluctuations in pure existence. All phenomena is the fabric of the universe. Everything, at every moment, right now, is a series of frequencies on a spectrum. We are the ripples on the pond of the universe. By taking part in this ancient rite of passage, you are becoming a member of a privileged society that is as old as the human species, those who have woken up. A deeply rewarding experience requires a brief introduction of mindset, setting, and preparation. The effectiveness and value depends heavily on your mindset and your setting, or intention and environment. Intention and environment is largely what separates the sacred from the mundane. It's what makes a cathedral, or a temple, or a Bodhi tree sacred. It's the foundation of meditation and prayer. They create space for our consciousness to expand and deepen. Intention is so powerful that it commands our body to move without even a thought. Intention causes our eye to focus on a star our hand to touch an orange, an animal to walk upright, to invent language, to create the internet. Our perspective and focus largely determines our reality. The perspective that is helpful here is a yearning to experience the sacred. A successful session is one where everything is immediately and profoundly significant, and every experience miraculous where life is authentic and real for the first time in a long time. Environment 
is important even into advanced levels of consciousness. It affects whether reality seems banal or profound to us. The deepest levels of consciousness rarely exist in surface level environments. Your setting should be alone or with a small group of friends, quiet apart from this audio, be in a dimmed or dark space unless outdoors. You should be in a calm or relaxed mindset. Please turn off the phone, TV, and any other distractions. You should not be rushed with no immediate plans, preferably at the end of a day on a weekend after all of your tasks have been completed. Set aside at least four hours, two for this main experience and one for easing into it and one for a slow return to a common reality afterwards. It's highly recommended to use cannabis once a week at most for deep consciousness exploration. Any more than this will not yield the intended results. Anything from the store is sufficient, but concentrates, which are oils and waxes, are the best for this approach. This allows for very small amounts to be used with great effect. If possible, get organic, live resin with high CBD and THC. Otherwise, use what suits you. The only guidance for the amount to use is that if you are new, start small. While a breakthrough dose is needed, less is more. Advanced people need only the smallest amount. The next musical interlude is the best place to begin. The goal here is to realize, visualize, and experience what's being said as if it were happening now, because it is. This idea is in contrast to thinking about it. If you find yourself thinking, allow yourself to analyze and rationalize later. The ideas that follow are well known and couldn't be more obvious or rational, but they are often obscured and unfortunately distant. Keep reminding yourself as often as necessary that the goal is to realize, visualize, and experience. It will help to listen to this on several different occasions and will be helpful for all levels. The last part of this introduction is preparation information. Please pause afterwards and return after everything is prepared. Eat a healthy meal and use the restroom. Prepare a drink, water, tea, fruit or veggie drink. Get some snacks, preferably fruit and nuts. Use high quality speakers or headphones. You want to hear and feel the full spectrum and nuances in the music. Light some scented oils or herbs, such as lavender, sage, or palo santo. Find a comfortable position, either seated or laying down. This should be in a quiet space, without any disturbances. A brief musical interlude will follow.
Welcome back. Now that you're prepared, we will continue. Let's begin by closing our eyes. Keep them closed throughout most of the session. Feel free to open them if necessary. The visuals on the video portion are here primarily for grounding effects. They are not as valuable as the effect of closing your eyes. The main reasons that we close our eyes are because the visual sense inundates our brains with tremendous amounts of information that gets automatically processed, which overwhelms our other senses and our attention, which makes it difficult to be aware of the deeper and more subtle levels of consciousness. The visual sense also gives the impression of permanence because the physical world changes so slowly relative to the other phenomena that emerges and disappears quickly, like sound. While that feels safe, comfortable, and predictable, it also hides the deeper nature of reality, which we are here to recognize. Simply by shutting our eyelids, we allow for a more profound reality to emerge. The first stage is to transition beyond our ordinary surface level of consciousness. So let's turn our attention to the deeper reality that we are a part of, here and now. What we're involved in right now is not ordinary. Being alive, in existence, in this endless flux of vibrations, with countless other beings, who have all evolved on a rock over eons of time, hurtling through endless space around a giant fireball, one of trillions upon trillions, everything composed of tiny packets of energy on multiple scales and layers of complexity, all within a spectrum of fields and forces, an ineffable complexity that exists whether we are aware of it or not, and we may be among the first to wake up to this scenario on such a large scale, and we are just beginning. This whole thing is not ordinary, and I'd like to further illustrate this point by distinguishing this broader reality with our own common one, a disparity that's vital to notice. You know how you exist? That there is existence? You know how you're rarely, if ever, astonished or mesmerized by that? You know how it seems like you should have this capacity? We have almost entirely lost the ability to have these profound and insightful experiences. At the same time, our species is just beginning to learn how to have them intentionally. Our daily lives and society are largely structured to prevent them. Our modern reality is largely conceptual. We are lost in our minds, and we mistake our concepts for the only reality. The result is that we often see life as ordinary, mundane, and banal, and then treat it and each other that way. The experience of awe and wonder is the most important experience to have, and it enriches all other experiences. It's vital that we regularly take time to notice and experience the deeper and broader reality that we are immersed in, and that's what we're here to do.
Now that we've transitioned beyond our ordinary level of consciousness, let's go deeper. Notice your consciousness. Notice how it's different than when you began. Along the road to awakening, you will notice many things. The first thing we usually notice is that we are breathing. But we notice it in a much different way than before. Breathing becomes much more real and present. And it has a real purpose, to keep you alive. Breathing and being alive are no longer just concepts. This current process of breathing has constantly occurred for our entire lives, and we rarely ever even notice it. Notice your chest moving as you breathe. Feel it with your hand. Your lungs are taking in oxygen molecules all around you, which absorb into your stream of blood cells and sends it through your entire body. If your cells stopped receiving oxygen for only a few minutes, they'd begin to die. And you are your cells. They are you. Therefore, breathing is a miracle. The oxygen atoms were created after giant stars began to explode. The first cells and our first ancestors began using this oxygen for energy hundreds of millions of years ago. We inherited this fantastic ability. We are their descendants over countless generations and countless species. We still share many of the same abilities. Let's do a quick breathing exercise. Breathe in about 10 times quickly and deeply. Just let the air go out on its own. Focus on the in-breath. Let's start now. After a few seconds, you'll feel an invigorating rush of energy in your body and mind. This sensation is caused by a simple breathing technique and mindfulness. This can happen when drinking water, when stretching, eating, nearly anything. In fact, this is always happening. We just don't notice it. Now let's breathe in mindfully. Feel the breath coming in. Feel it going out. Don't overtly control your breath, just notice the entire process. Our breathing keeps us alive for another minute, another hour, another day. We haven't appreciated our breathing for a long time. Breathing becomes a miracle when we notice it and when we appreciate the more profound aspects of reality. Feel the air coming in. 
visualize it traveling through your body. Feel it going out. Notice your lungs and stomach moving. Notice them from the inside. Put your hand in front of your mouth so that you can feel the air coming in and out. Now let's find a pulse. Between your ribs is a good spot. Feel the heart organ beating. Notice your breathing at the same time. Visualize the blood pulsing into your brain, your eyes, nose, mouth, and ears, pulsing through your neck, shoulders, arms, hands, fingers, pulsing through your torso, to all your organs, into your skin, through your legs, feet, toes, to every cell, trillions of them. With every beat, the blood moves a little further, bringing nutrients to every cell in your body. Your heart is beating and keeping you alive each moment. When we notice it and feel it, we are noticing the deeper reality, which begins to deepen our consciousness. And these processes give meaning to life. Along the road to awakening, you also begin to notice your body. Notice that you have a body. Notice that you exist. Notice that there is existence. Touch your arm. Feel it. Touch your chest. Feel and visualize the processes going on inside it. Caress your body like it's a miraculous vessel. Out of pure existence, a ripple in the fabric creates everything. And here you are. There is a you. You are this body which is made of the universe. You and your body are the universe experiencing itself. 
you get this opportunity to experience this, to feel it, to understand it. Noticing this is profound. Noticing this changes our entire being and forms the foundation for a deeper consciousness. Notice that your body is a miraculous apparatus. Without even a thought, just intention, you can perfectly direct and maneuver it. Our body is amazingly intricate and complex. You were once a single cell. Our cells grow and divide, becoming specialized cells, creating organs. They fight against malfunctioning cells. They fight against bacteria and viruses. Each organ performs a vital function, the outcome of hundreds of millions of years of mutations through countless beings. The systems of the body work together to allow us to operate. Our nervous system, muscular system, skeletal system, respiratory system, and so on. Most of what the body does is never even noticed. But the processes of the body keep us alive. The ultimate tragedy is when the true miracles become another banality. Our body is a miracle. Our consciousness is a miracle. Life is a miracle. Existence is a miracle. Being mindful of our deeper reality and being on the path to enlightenment is the ultimate miracle. It gives authentic meaning to our life. Let's relax our body. Relax your shoulders. Gently move and stretch your neck. Move your ears. Nose. Mouth. Relax your jaw. Flex and squeeze your upper torso and relax. Flex and squeeze your arm muscles and relax. Rotate your wrists. Wiggle your fingers. Breathe deeply. Squeeze and hold your pelvis muscles. 
and relax. Flex your thigh muscles. Relax. Move your knees. Feel them move. Flex your feet. Move your toes. Our bodies are the latest incarnation of billions of years of tinkering among countless generations and individual beings. Notice the sound. Every sound is a reminder of the waves and ripples that emerge from the universe. They are a reminder that we are alive, that we are aware. When we notice sounds, we get in touch with the deeper reality that we are a part of. Our ears have evolved over hundreds of millions of years to allow us to sense waves as sounds. Sounds are the perfect metaphor for our existence. A sound arises when two or more things come together. It comes into being as fabric that fluctuates along frequencies and eventually returns to the pure existence. Sounds are also a metaphor for our thoughts. They arise, stay a short while, then fall away, only to be replaced by a new sound. Every sound is a reminder, a reminder that you are alive, a reminder that we are probably lost in thought again. What we hear is only a small fraction of the vibrations around us. Listen to the sounds as if they had no name. As if they were only energy vibrations. Because they are. Becoming a waveform. Then dissipating. Every once in a while, a waveform may become aware of itself. It may ask, where have I come from? Where am I going? What is my purpose? The waveform may become self-conscious and start judging itself. It doesn't realize that it's part of an infinite and eternal existence that it is divine.
let's take a look at the broader reality that we are immersed in. Have you ever noticed that you look different when looking into different mirrors? That's largely due to the light differences alone. If you try to figure out how you really look, you can't because there's no such thing. Because what you look like is dependent on the instruments used, our eyes, the light source, etc. You appear different when using infrared or ultraviolet, x-ray or gamma ray. Likewise, what you are is not one thing. It depends on what instruments you use to measure and interpret. In addition, you're always changing, constantly bringing in new atoms and cellular machinery and expelling them, shifting from moment to moment, day to day, year to year, generation to generation, species to species. Likewise, where you are and when you are is not one thing. They also depend on reference points, which are subject to relativity. In actuality, in reality, who we are, what we are, where and when we are, are the sum total of all the possibilities, known and unknown. The sum total is pure existence. It's the infinite and eternal. You are in fact an infinite and eternal being. Right now, you have always been this. You will always be this. Now is all there is. Let's take a closer look at each of these. What we are, where we are, when we are. Let's begin by noticing what we are not. We are not what we think we are. We are beyond words, symbols, concepts. Language and concepts are useful tools. Beyond that, they distort reality. We are not what our IDs and business cards say we are. Our names and titles are helpful concepts. Beyond that, they distort reality. We think of ourselves as human beings, as animals, made of cells, organs, senses. But these are words, and we are far beyond even what the words signify. We are beyond our relations, our history, our memories, our ideas, our knowledge base. We are also not what we seem to be. Our senses are useful tools for noticing, experiencing, and interpreting reality. Beyond that, they distort reality. Let's look at a few examples. My clock says 10 a.m. And my calendar says September 3rd, 2017. This is not 10 a.m. It's not Sunday, it's not September, it's not 2017. Time is a useful way to divide our experiences. 
But days are just the Earth rotating. If the Earth didn't rotate, we wouldn't use the concept of a day. Years are just this large rock rotating around a giant fireball in the sky. We mistake our concepts for reality. Let's look at another example. It would seem that I'm in a room, in a building, in a city, in a state, in a country, on a continent, on the earth, near the sun, in a galaxy, in the universe. Location is a useful way to divide space. Inside is a useful concept, just like the city, state, country, planet, solar system, galaxy, universe. The concepts are not reality, but we mistake them for the only reality. actually are. What we are, quite simply, is being. Pure being itself. Not the word, but the actuality of it. The activity of it. Now. Being now. At this stage, I'm not talking about us as individual beings but being itself. We are a part of that. That is us. We are the being, playing out, now, infinite, eternal, being, now. That there is being, that there is now, that we are that, have always been, will always be, Always now, being now. What's vital is being itself. Not thinking about being, but the direct experience of being. The full grasping of this is enlightenment. Consciousness still changes, but one never forgets. This right now is the miracle but the miracle depends on our consciousness to recognize it. And our consciousness is still in its infancy. But we can grow, which leads us to our individual being, the kind of being that we currently are.
processes, systems, interchanges, forms of energy, layers, all parts of the infinite spectrum, which includes emptiness, stillness, silence, all existing in infinite dimensions simultaneously, all being now. This being right now is that occurring. That is why this is at all. We are vibrations, not the concept vibrations, but the vibrations being now. Countless vibrations within vibrations. Waveforms occurring in the fabric of the universe. We are processes, not the word processes, but processes themselves right now. Your thinking is this process. Your breathing is this process. We are the process of atoms, vortexes of energy, coming and going, connected to each other. We are atoms. And when we look out, we see light reflected from atoms. We are atoms right now, being. We are the process of molecules, groups of atoms, arranged in patterns, being created, changing. We are breathing molecules right now. We are the process of cells, trillions of them, each one its own being, with a complex life, full of its own processes and events, with an entire ancestry going back to the first cells billions of years ago. Constantly working, regenerating, reproducing. For the most part, we are all new cells every few months. Brain cells communicating. Blood cells traveling. Skin cells regenerating. Heart cells pumping. And a hundred other types of cells performing some crucial role to keep us alive. They are us, as much as we are them, all being now. We are the latest incarnation of DNA and RNA that creates cells. Cells have learned to work together to form organs, each with a complex role that has emerged and adapted for hundreds of millions of years in countless individuals and species inside us now. They all work together to form our body processes like thinking, breathing, growing, cleaning, repairing, expelling, being now. Notice yourself thinking that is them. Notice yourself breathing. That is them. We are systems. A sensory system. A circulatory system. A nervous system. A digestive system. An endocrine system. Immune. Lymphatic. Muscular. Reproductive, respiratory, 
skeletal. We are energy processes. When we breathe, we bring in energy in the form of oxygen, which works with cells that we have consumed and broken down into packets of energy called amino acids. We are the process of chemical energy, of thermal energy, of electrical energy. We see radiant energy waveforms, feel gravitational energy waveforms, hear sound energy waveforms. We use mechanical energy. We are interchanges and interactions, always intermixing. Our cells are constantly growing and shedding, millions every day. We are unfolding processes. We are descendants of 14 billion years of energy, which is part of an unfolding process that we are still discovering. We are descendants of 4 billion years of DNA evolution, perhaps longer. We are descendants of 200 million years of mammals surviving and giving birth, generation after generation. We are descendants of 4 million years of humans of one form or another, adapting to environments, learning, imagining, creating, teaching. We are a multi-sensory apparatus, each sense evolving for hundreds of millions of years. We sense light, sound, smell, touch, taste. We also sense temperature, balance, position, pain, and many others. We are the process of consciousness, like a multi-sensory camera with narrow and wide-angle lenses, focus, exposure, aperture, and advanced settings with intricate electronics and software. But we are without an instruction manual, so we barely understand or appreciate this amazing instrument like monkeys fumbling around with a camera in the dark. Our consciousness is like a multi-sensory computer with an operating system that's mostly automatic and the software is constantly upgrading, changing settings, with different applications being run and closed with little warning. And the operating system is trying to figure itself out during this entire process. Who we are is beyond our concepts, like identity, like being, like human, like life. We are what we are composed of and beyond. We are who we can become. Remember who you are by creating what you are. Use your tools, find their limitations, create new ones. When we are is now. We are beyond time. Eternity is now. It has always been now. We have always been now. We are ancient. Nature is ancient. Existence is ancient. 
right now is the miracle of all miracles, the eternal now. Where we are is here. Here is infinite, infinite within us, infinite beyond us. We are beyond our location. Location is a reference point. We are moving in many directions and at many speeds. We are beyond dimensional space. We just sense this part of the spectrum. We come from silence and emptiness and beyond. We have always been here. We will always be here. Why and how we are is the same question. Existence, being, could not be otherwise. It's intrinsic, it's primary. Life was inevitable. Consciousness was inevitable. Our purpose is to discover what we are, to become enlightened. Our purpose is to discover the miracle of now, that everything we're involved in is always new, always fresh, has never been here before in the history of humanity or the cosmos. The noise of a buzzer, the saw of a tree, this moment is always new. Everything right now is the latest incarnation of ancient processes. That by its very existence is a miracle. We are part of the eternal spectrum, existing in infinite dimensions simultaneously. That is what this is and why this is.
Now we're going to do an ancient mental exercise called Looking Deeply, where we follow a thread of ideas in order to uncover the vast complexity and interconnectedness of everything. Let's start with cannabis to begin this thread. With the right effort, you can visualize the entire universe in the plant, including all the processes across all of time. You inhale the smoke by transforming the plant into a different state of matter, from a solid into a gas. The chemical properties of that gas have an amazing ability to uncover layers of reality that seemed impossible before. This practice has been passed down from generation to generation, for tens of thousands of years at least. Before you bought it from the store, it was a plant, a type of living being growing up, feeding on light, nutrients, air, water. If it grew outdoors, we can picture the rain falling down and soaking into the soil, and the sun shining down day after day. We can imagine the insects that tried to eat it, and the birds that tried to eat the insects. We can see the soil being made rich by the decomposition of decaying beings. We can see someone taking care of it throughout its life and then harvesting the bud once it matured. We can see it being dried and then perhaps being transformed into a concentrate and then transported to a store where it waited there for you to purchase it, all leading to this moment. The plant is made of cells, which were designed by strands of molecules that we call DNA. Each DNA copy is a descendant of the previous generation, going back billions of years to the first cells, to the first strand of DNA, of RNA. It's changed considerably since then. At several places along the DNA code, the cannabis DNA and our DNA are the same, because we are related. We are distant cousins, 
we share common ancestors, and we were once the same being. We are just the latest version of this DNA. We are the fruit of DNA. We parted ways for a long time, but now we are united once again. Over those billions of years since the first DNA, the Earth has changed a lot. The first cells emerged and eventually organized into multicellular beings in the oceans. Some evolved into animals, some into plants, some into fungi, and they moved on to land over time, all while the climate and geography changed. Each being had a life and adapted to new environments, changing from one generation to another, becoming new beings in the process. Countless beings have emerged on this large rock, where countless events have taken place. This giant rock that we call the Earth, where DNA has evolved, also came from somewhere. It came into being just after the sun ignited, the name we give to the enormous fireball in the sky. This closest star is just the latest in a long string of other fireballs to emerge to undergo various nuclear processes, only to change into something else. Some of these giant nuclear fireballs exploded and created new types of atoms, like the oxygen that we're breathing right now, and nearly everything within us and around us enlisted on the periodic table. In the beginning of what we call the universe, there was an unimaginable amount of energy that eventually cooled into small energy vortexes that we call quarks, then protons and neutrons and electrons, not to mention all the other processes, some known and others still unknown. For a while, there were only two types of atoms, what we call hydrogen and helium, some of the simplest forms of energy. These were pushed and pulled together by the forces like gravity and thus set into motion the process of starbirth and death and eventually our own sun, planet, and our own being as a result right now. Our particular species has evolved over millions of years and only recently have we pooled our collective knowledge about ourselves and the universe derived from scientific instruments and technological devices and thus giving us tremendous information about who and what we are. Over that time, we developed the use of fire, made tools, formed communities, grew food, created language and mathematics, imagined human rights, built cities and countries, made weapons to defend ourselves and to conquer others. We developed laws and industry, some deleterious and some harmonious. We are the recipients of countless discoveries that allow us to learn anything and everything through our computers and cyberspace. We have connected at long last. We are beginning to find each other and build a new world. Along the way, we formed groups to fight for changes to laws such as the legalization of cannabis. And here, we are enjoying the fruits of those efforts. We are here to expand our consciousness, to explore our minds, 
and discover the possibilities that await us as individual beings and as a society. The human species and the human mind is perhaps the most advanced form that the universe has ever become. The universe has created a way for it to know itself. This voice in your ears right now are that process. We have come here to learn about ourselves, to teach each other. The goal of life is to know itself and to find an equilibrium in which to play. There are certain plants that have a miraculous ability to accelerate the evolution of consciousness, and cannabis is one of them. And it has just become legal in one of the most advanced countries on earth. This moment is an extremely profound and unprecedented moment in the history of our civilization, our species, life, and the cosmos. In a moment, I'll cue you to open your eyes. When we closed them, we were hardly aware of them or the value of seeing. Now our level of consciousness will better allow us to appreciate the miracle of seeing. Before we open them, notice reality without seeing. Notice sound. Notice your body. Feel it. Notice breathing. Notice your heartbeat. Notice smells. Let's also notice our place in existence. 
the infinite eternal now. Notice the infinite space within you, smaller and smaller, past your body, your organs, cells, atoms, subatomic particles, infinity within you, beyond dimensions. Notice the infinite space around you, past your house, past your neighborhood, past the city, the state, country, earth, solar system, Milky Way, all the galaxies, infinity in every direction, beyond dimensions. The infinite is beyond space. All of this exists now. It's an infinite and eternal miracle, despite the form that it takes at any given moment, and despite our ability to recognize it in daily life. This is all part of reality, what we almost never notice, but what gives life meaning and purpose. It's the context which informs our daily lives. Open your eyes. Notice the colors. Notice the shapes. Notice the contrasts. Notice distance. Eyesight is a miracle. For a moment, have reverence for eyesight. Our eyesight is the result of cells that could sense light and shadows over a billion years ago. Little by little, they evolved to better use the light waves to sense their surroundings. Eventually, lenses emerged with focus. Our brains evolved to better interpret those waveforms, giving animals like us ultra-high definition vision. Noticing that improves the quality of our consciousness, and that gives meaning to our lives. As we close, let's methodically transition back to our daily lives. Our consciousness changes constantly. This experience will also change. Bring a kernel of this consciousness back to daily life. Learn to evoke it at any time. Return to this level of consciousness regularly. Learn to manually adjust your consciousness. Use the tools and resources around you to create your own path. Put effort into learning all the processes of your body. Use your time to learn and explore the more essential aspects of reality. Use your food and drinks to harness the peak potential of your body. Specifically, use herbs and plants to change your consciousness. Take time to be silent. Learn to govern your mind. Study the changes of all these processes as they unfold. 
Higher consciousness is not about being perfect or trying to be perfect, whatever we consider that to be. It's about making consistent progress by noticing, exploring, enjoying, learning, and improving. Where there is banal and ordinary, find the miraculous. When it's overwhelming, ground yourself in the present. When you're fearful, create playfulness. When you're sad, find joy. When you're angry, find happiness. When you feel isolated, communicate. When there's violence, bring peace. When there's suffering, struggle against the suffering. Where there's ignorance, bring knowledge. When you fall, rise again. Above all, forgive, reconcile, help. Know that you are okay. Enlightenment is a mode of consciousness that informs all other modes of consciousness. It does not replace them. Eventually, you will reach a threshold where you can bring this level of consciousness to any situation. This is the mastery of consciousness and the art of being. This is enlightenment. Consistent struggle against suffering is the engine that increases mindfulness and consciousness, which synchronizes the body, mind, and emotions towards the goal of a complete human being. Life, being, reality is not a game. It's not a dream. It's not ordinary. Our species lives exclusively in our minds, the conceptual mind. That is ultimate safety. We have yearned for this for a billion years. That safety in our minds has been paid for by countless victims of our collective excess. We are consuming ourselves. We can't grasp reality because reality is not conceptual. Reality is above all else, real. We are in the midst of the miracle of all miracles and can barely recognize it. That is why it's vital to regularly return to this level of consciousness for ourselves and on behalf of others. Almost nobody has any idea what's going on we are all lost and clueless. You have to explore on your own. It's time for us to wake up, to connect with each other, to evolve our species once again, to create an enlightened society. Cannabis is only a tool, one of many tools, such as directed mindfulness in the form of yoga or meditation. What's also required is a new discourse beyond dogma and cultural baggage, aided by consciousness exploration and guided by open source information and peer-reviewed analysis. Forgive yourself and others. We are all learning. Existence is a miracle if you notice it with the right level of consciousness. 
We are a manifestation of the universe. We are the universe, the one verse, learning to know itself. Out of the infinity of space and time, here we are. Incorporate the sacred into the mundane. Daily life must be about exploration and realization. Our normal life should reflect the gravity of the situation. Realize this consistently and work on what needs improving. It's time to wake up. Being awake is what matters now. We should be awake. Being awake is the rule now, not the exception. Ordinary life must become the exception for us.